0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What is up, everybody? My name is Kyle Matovic. I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Man, I'm doing as good as anyone can do getting buried by his 13-year-old son on leg day. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for not being on this podcast because I got to go see Metallica, so if that's a problem kiss my ass All all right everybody this is in liberty and health today we are going to talk about how you might start your training journey i think i've probably covered this in podcasts before but um i wanted to kind of do a podcast on how you might start off with the program and what that may look like um As my wife has started to adventure into the training world again, um, I had a moment where she was doing a tricep extension. There was something really, really cool to me about knowing that the knowledge that I had was successfully transferred to another person and they were competently performing a tax task that is going to improve their ability to lift things and increase their overall longevity. So um, in case anybody can't tell by almost 160 episodes of this podcast now, um, I'm very passionate about this subject and I want to be able to arm people with the information to make their lives better, which does include um, learning to do some of these movements and, you know, do what you can to build as much lean mass as possible and reduce your body fat to a level that's healthy for you to, um, you know, live a life that's long and healthy and will keep you happy. Um, someone had tweeted to me, no, they direct messaged me, um, because of a little tweet that I put out yesterday. And they said, um, how do you do with rejecting nihilism or like what, uh, any tips for that? And my response was that you need to eat. Lift a lot and just try to be happy. I mean, I know that sounds dumb and, you know, simple, smooth brain or whatever, but um, I don't welcome negative thoughts very often. I mean, yeah, I get angry sometimes and yeah, the uh, the moods kind of happen every here and there. But uh, I heard this put this way before and I found it very useful. Um, think of your mind as a house. And you can choose to welcome people into that house, or you could choose to shut the door. When negative thoughts come towards you as a guest, you can basically say you are not welcome in my house and reject that. Um, When it comes to nihilism, I really look at it that way. I do believe we should be hopeful because we have a lot to be hopeful for. Um, We can improve ourselves. We can, by improving ourselves, improve the condition of those around us. And hopefully that has a tangential effect and increasing the health longevity and happiness of those around the people around us so um i don't know any other way to really increase the well being of the population without um starting with yourself and then hopefully letting that encourage other people to do the same thing and then those people encouraging the people around them to do the same thing so uh i know it's a little bit of a tangent and not entirely relevant to the podcast today but i just kind of wanted to put that out there and also tell people, just like, don't lose hope, be happy, uh, lift a lot, eat good food, and even eat junk food sometimes. I mean, you're going to be um, – I'm not the most disciplined person in the world. I'm very, very disciplined. But uh, this past weekend was my wedding reception. You know what? I had wedding cake. I had cupcakes. um I had a Buckeye Brownie. I had all sorts of stuff, but you know what? It was a good time. And I was around people that I love and people that love me. And we were all there to enjoy each other's company, enjoy the food that was there and enjoy some drinks. And I even played last night and I enjoyed alcohol there with people. People bought me drinks and yeah, I mean, it was just, a good time so um I, i've said it a bunch but your diet should optimize for the highest quality of life and sometimes it's going to be eating cheesecake with people that you love or shoving wedding cake in your wife's face or stuff like that you know so uh, don't be such a prude i hope i don't come off as too much for prude um yeah, th- I know that's not entirely relevant to the topic today, but um, we're going to get there, I promise. So anyways, uh, this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter show as some of my more recent uh, solo casts have been. But uh, let's uh, roll over here to a share screen, and I'm going to bring up a little um, uh, PDF that I wrote up. So as you can see here, there is a beginner workout, and we're just going to read through this, and I'm going to elaborate on kind of how you might do this. <laughs> So it says beginner workout, three to four sets, minimal fatigue, two days a week. Um, The reason why I put this here, you could do a full body session where you were to get the recommended 10 to 20 sets per body part per week, and you could do that all in one day. But could you imagine how sore, how awful that would be to do 10 sets of, let's say, a, a trap bar deadlift at um relatively decent effort you would be destroyed so the reason why you sometimes may want to spread out your workouts through you know maybe a two-day split a three-day split or whatever is um, is to try and reduce the amount of overall fatigue that you accumulate because um, the greater the fatigue and the greater exposure to fatigue and the greater time under fatigue is going to increase your likelihood of injury. So if you spend less time fatigued, then you can get more effective training in and not be sore because l- let's face it, I mean, as much as it's cool to like feel sore because you know you got a good workout in, um, being sore all the fucking time sucks. Uh, I mean, as somebody who's been training for – over ten years now. Yes, being sore does really suck. Um last week was the week that I um like my first week really hard training after uh taking a week off for my wedding and honeymoon. And yeah, my hamstrings were sore like the entire week because I really fucking hit it hard. So um yeah, it, it sucked. You don't want to do that. So, anyways, this beginner workout is gonna look like um, you know, three to four sets of each exercise two days a week. And you would start off with, let's say, like a trap bar deadlift, because that's a pretty good whole body exercise. And not only that, the reason why I specified trap bar deadlift is because with a barbell deadlift, there's a lot of technique and nuance that um, you get into with a conventional barbell deadlift. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but a trap bar deadlift makes it a lot easier because you're inside the bar and the path for the bar is a lot easier versus where you kind of have to organize your shins up against a barbell almost and sometimes it's going be a little bit painful if you're not exactly ready to take that on so trap bar deadlift is a pretty easy um starting compound movement for all beginners um so you want to start off with something like that a goblet squat because a lot of people may not be able to um do a squat with a barbell so um grab like a 10 20 30 40 50 whatever pound weight and either hold it up here to your chest which can help you know you're gonna have to use a lot of core but you'll still get you know your quads your glutes and your hamstrings a little bit um with a goblet squat and then over time you can eventually build up to a barbell squat um flat or incline bench or dumbbell press that's going to be to get your chest, triceps and even a little bit of your lats and, you know, the stabilizing muscles and front deltoids for your, um, for your chest movement. And that's like an upper body push. Um, that's going to be very foundational to, you know, pretty much all movements. Anytime you're pushing something, you're using your chest and triceps and a little bit of your deltoids. Um, you're going to do biceps and bicep curls and tricep extensions. There's a bunch of different ways. So you could do dumbbell bicep curls. You can do barbell bicep curls, um, the straight bar easy bar whatever is most comfortable for you or you can even do like single arm cable curls but um you want to learn to do bicep and tricep extensions because you know that's you know the basis of all function of pushing and pulling um just at the elbow level Uh, you're going to want to do a overhead press with a dumbbell or barbell the barbell may be a little bit easier because you're going to be stabilizing a lot easier. You don't have to worry about one arm being stronger than the other, but you could do a dumbbell as well. And then um do a set of like lat pull downs or cable rows. And ideally, when you do this two days a week, you would do lat pull downs. Let's say if you're doing Tuesday and Thursday, you do lat pull downs to hit this specific part of your back, the wings, and then um do the cable rows on Thursday. So that way you get the mid back. So you're going to change it up. So that way you expose your entire back to, uh, you know, hypertrophy stimulus and then uh standing calf raises because, you know, everybody wants bigger legs and your calves are a part of your legs. So um, like I said, you would do, you want to keep this to minimal fatigue because since you're just beginning, you're going to grow pretty substantially just because it's such a novel stimulus so as long as you're doing all of these lifts it's going to pretty much hit every single muscle in your body and you want to keep it separated by about a day or two so that way you can recover sufficiently and also if you do the workouts back to back your muscles are still primed about 24 hours after you perform the exercise so you want to give it a little bit of time so that way you can maximize the stimulus that you're giving yourself. Um, and I also outlined here, and this is going to apply to the next workout that we cover, try to focus on a two second lowering of the weight and a one second backup. Keep workouts separated by a day minimum. So you could really do this like Monday, Friday, you could do it Monday, Wednesday, You just want to try to keep it separated by a day because just like I said, you're going to want to try to separate the stimulus a little bit so that way you can maximize your overall potential and exposure to time under tension and growth. Um, And you can look up, uh, I think it's episode 49, you'd have to go back through the catalog to find kind of protein distribution and some other stuff. I know I've done a couple episodes on that and had uh, people like Mike Isretel, Mark Lodliner, Rob Goodwin, different... um, you know, people kind of in the fitness biz on to talk about this kind of stuff. I also did a push-pull legs uh, split in uh, that same episode that I was referring to, episode number 49, if I remember correctly, where I kind of laid out a uh, split. So like I said, just with this workout, you're going to want to vary it up too, so – if you do like a barbell curl on Tuesday or the first day of your training day week, then you're want to do maybe a um, dumbbell curl the next day, just so that way you're kind of changing it up. If you do the same thing, then you're going to get bored. And also, um, you want to kind of keep a, a different exposure and make sure you're bringing up um, all the muscles together. And when you change up the exercise, you may hit something differently that's going to trigger You can do different stabilizers. You can do stuff seated so that way you can hit the muscle a little bit better and isolate that. Um, There's just all sorts of different ways to go about it. Or as the saying goes, there's many different ways to skin a cat. So um, this is what I've kind of shifted to here. The upper lower split four days a week. Um, And as I say here, let me move myself out of the way. Um, Keep upper sessions at least a day apart and leg days, two days apart minimum. Start with three sets per muscle and increase... Um, increase to four. My bad, I didn't. Uh, a little grammatical error there. If you pay attention to my Twitter, then uh, you'll see I have plenty of grammatical errors. Um, increase to four according to recovery and results, and deload is necessary. Um, the reason why I said you should keep upper sessions um, at least a day apart is for a similar reason. That um you know i kind of said above why you should keep your training sessions by that long apart you're just going to maximize your recovery and maximize the amount of stimulus and the overall time that your muscles are exposed to a uh you know a stimulus to grow now with legs generally for most people your legs you have to train them a lot harder and there are a lot more oxygen heavy because the muscles in your legs in like your quads and hamstrings are a lot bigger so um you're really going to have to train them a lot harder. So you may want to leave a little bit more time for yourself to recover. So like for me today is Sunday that I'm recording this and I trained my legs today. I'm going to be doing my upper body tomorrow. And then I'll probably take Tuesday, Wednesday off, get back into the gym, maybe Wednesday, maybe even Thursday and then train again Friday and then do it all over again. Um, and some people even say that you could do a six day a week upper lower split, but I feel like that'd be just, you would be really freaking beat up if you're training sufficiently hard. I know I would be, um, if you want to do a six day a week split, as I said, you can go check out one of the older episodes where I lay out the uh, push pull leg split, or at least the one that I used to do. Um, I just kind of felt like I wanted to change it up and try a different split because I've never done an upper lower split. So it's been kind of interesting. So let's cover the upper workout. For the upper workout, you're going to start with a flat or an incline bench press, um, you know, just so you can hit your chest. And uh, later on, you're going to want to finish up with, like, maybe some cable flies or maybe some dips or push-ups or something like that. I didn't put those in here. So um, when I copy and paste this into the description below, um, I'll make sure I put that there. So push-ups. For your back, you're going to do a lat pull-down or a cable row. When it comes to your shoulders, you're gonna to want to do a dumbbell or barbell overhead press, and uh, do some dumbbell shrugs to hit your traps. Also, I forgot you'd want to do some—not uh, lat. I'm sorry. Um, side delt raises to help target your shoulders, and then uh, squatted or cable or dumbbell curls to hit your biceps. So the squatted cable curl, you want to keep your chest up. Squat down and then put your elbows basically on your knees and grab, um you know, whatever bicep or whatever uh, cable attachment that you would like. So let's say I would do, you know, I would do like the ropes, or you could grab like the bicep curl bar and then use your knees kind of as the um, fulcrum for you to pivot your arm. And then a overhead or traditional tricep extension. So I know that a, there's a lot clustered here. But um, as I was kind of saying earlier, you're going to want to switch this up. So for me personally, I'll tell you the way that I do this. Um, So tomorrow I'm going to go in and I'm going to use a buffalo bar, which is a cambered bar. So you can actually stretch your chest a little bit more. I'm going to start off with a buffalo bar flat bench press and actually change this up between incline and flat. So I would start off with a flat bench press with the buffalo bar, and then superset that with lat pull downs or cable rows. Um, tomorrow I'd probably start with the uh, cable rows, just to kind of start that off. And I would do four sets of each. So, and I obviously increase the weight as necessary. If I feel like I'm in a pretty good rep range where I'm kind of getting twelve, and the sets are about four, you know, thirty to forty seconds long, then I'm pretty happy. After that, I then go into um, tomorrow. I would do overhead press with uh, dumbbells and superset that with dumbbell shrugs just to make sure I hit the traps and also get my shoulders and then after that I would go to bicep curls Um, usually I'll do the squatted cable curls and do uh, tricep extensions overhead because um, you should typically get your hard stuff out of the way first I also forgot rear delt flies man I am sorry guys I'm really letting you down here so, uh, yeah, you would get your biceps and triceps next. And then by then you should be sufficiently your back and chest should be sufficiently recovered to do another four sets of chest and back. So I'd maybe do some cable flies, dips, or push-ups, and, uh, do some lat pulldowns or cable rows tomorrow. I would do lat pulldowns to finish it out because I get a really, really good burn when I uh, do the lat downs. So the way that I like to do them is kind of up and then lean back once I get the whole way down and then let it back up. Kind of like you're doing a press, right? So whenever you pull that down, you really want to kind of pull your shoulders back. So that way you're really hitting your back nice and good. Um, And then finally to finish things up, I do another set of uh, three sets of bicep curls and tricep extensions, and then also include um, lateral raises and rear delt raises or rear delt flies. To uh, kind of finish up the workout, and then I'm good. So, rear delt flies slash rear delt raises. So that's going to cover your whole upper body. Um, you're going to get a lot of core activation throughout these, especially if you're doing standing dumbbell presses. Um, if you don't feel your core in those, then you might want to check your form. Or uh, honestly, this may come as a shock to some people, but uh, take off the weight belt. I never lift with a weight belt. Not saying that you shouldn't, but um. You should try to train your core via these lifts because your core is going to be very, very important for pretty much everything. And that's going to help solve some like back issues too because your abdominal wall is going to support your spine. So lower workout is going to be similar to kind of like any other leg day. Uh, So like today, I'll just roll through what I did today. Today, I did a barbell squat. I did that for four sets. And then I did Romanian deadlifts with uh, dumbbells I did four sets of barbell squats and supersetted that with uh, dumbbell Romanian deadlifts. After that, I had went over and did barbell hip thrusts with uh, standing calf raises. Uh, I did both of those for three sets. And then after that, I went back to do um, Bulgarian split squats on the deadlift machine, which is actually pretty interesting. I saw Johnny Shreve do that, and uh, I decided to try them out for myself, and I actually really liked them. I like them more than doing them with dumbbells. I just... I don't know if it's because I'm bad with balancing or whatever. I just like doing on that machine a lot more. Plus, it helps you really hit and focus on the quads. And then I would superset that with um some lying leg curls. Uh, and then after that, I go do some cable pull-throughs and seated calf raises. So that's like day one of my lower split. Uh, day two, I start off with leg presses and go over to do seated leg curls. Then I go over to do standing tricep extension or not standing tricep extensions, geez, I'm sorry, standing calf raises and uh, cable pull throughs. And then after that, I go over to do leg extensions and uh, I may do some reverse uh, reverse split squats. Normally, I'll grab like the uh, barbells off the uh, rack and just do those real nice and slow and controlled. You can really feel the hamstring stretch when you're doing those. You'll get a little bit of quad, but uh, just make sure you take a little bit of time between doing that and the uh, leg extensions. You should be good. After that, I may do some step-ups or something to hit the glutes and some seated calf raises or just um, standing one-legged calf raises. And uh, that usually finishes off the uh, the lower days for me. So like I said, you're gonna wanna keep these separated by like two days just to make sure that you recover maximally and you're taking advantage of that and also keeping the workout separated so that way the stimulus is maximal and you're taking, you know, you can work out hard enough in each workout and keep them effective. So let me close this out here. Um, And I've also... Did podcasts on how you should distribute protein and what that may look like. You can see I'm wearing my Tiger Fitness hat here. So make sure you head over to tigerfitness.com and the link below to get all your protein, branched and amino acids, pump pre-workouts, STEM pre-workouts, uh, fat burners, you name it. Uh, you can literally find everything there. And that is where I buy all my supplements through. Um, I highly recommend you guys check that out. They also have the outright bars, the fit butters, um, where I like those things a lot. Um, But yeah, I just want to put this out here to kind of give people some information about if they just don't know what to do about how to um, start their workout program. Another thing that I also want to put out there is that you should actually kind of have active days off. So like I walk my dogs every single day, or at least I try to. Right now it's pretty cold in Pennsylvania. I don't want to fuck their paws up. So like right now it is 26 degrees outside. It's going to be pretty cold. Right now the sun's shining, so... I may go take them for a walk. I, you know, just in the mornings when it's absolutely freezing cold and the grass is frozen. Um, I don't feel like being out in the cold, (laughs) walking the dogs. And like I said, I don't think they want to be out there either. Um, the recombinant bikes. So, um, you know, something like that, a treadmill, anything to get blood all throughout your body will actually increase your recovery abilities. So despite what people may say, Um, If you absolutely murder yourself doing cardio, like you're doing hours of cardio every single day, yeah, you're probably going to inhibit your recovery and probably lose some muscle. But if you're just doing like low intensity steady state cardio, or even some more moderate stuff you're not going to inhibit your recovery. If you watch my uh, podcast with Bill Campbell, we kind of actually talked about that a little bit because I used to be under the impression that you would absolutely destroy your gains if you uh, do cardio, but I don't believe that to be the case. If you're in a severe calorie deficit and you're not getting sufficient protein and you're overdoing the cardio, then more than likely, yeah, you're going to impede your gains and you're also going to inhibit your ability to take advantage of your training. But if you keep your cardio separated from your weight training sessions by like at least six hours, which is what I believe the bulk of the research says, then you generally will be good. And it's a good idea to kind of keep cardio in your regimen. So like Now, every single morning, I'll try to walk at least 15 minutes to maybe even 45 minutes on the treadmill before I head into work, just so that way I get, you know, the blood flowing. And then, like I said, I do my workouts usually um, at night. If I could do them in the morning, oh, my God, I would love that. I would love every single morning to get up and make a nice carbohydrate-rich meal. And then go to the gym, hit it nice and hard, and then, you know, come up here to do something like this. Talk to all you lovely people and the people that I get to podcast with. But unfortunately, I'm still turning wrenches. You know, the hands are still rough as all could be. Um, so, yeah, I hope this podcast was helpful. Um, you guys all know where to find me. Uh, make sure you also check out the other show sponsor, Element. Uh, the podcast this week with Alan Flanagan, that's going to ruffle some feathers, but I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you guys know where to find me, Kyle Matovic on Twitter, K-Y-L-E-M-A-T-O-V-C-I-K, Kyle Matovic on Facebook. Uh, Check out a common crown. Like I said, go to the links below to get your hydration um, from Element and all your protein, BCAAs, you name it, from Tiger Fitness. Uh, And feel free to reach out. Um, There's going to be plenty of cool podcasts coming up, and I'm really looking forward to the future of the podcast and everything else I got going on. Um, And um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share and leave me some uh, good reviews. It really means a lot. And I appreciate all the reviews that I've already gotten on Apple. Uh, I would like to see that on Spotify as well. So if you guys can help me out, I'd really appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.